0: Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller And I'm Miles Spain And we're your fuck buddies We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations Turn them into sexy, sticky
1: situations. Simply put, we are a sex and dating advice podcast. We find questions either online from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them right here, right now, in your ears, every Monday.
0: Did we do this last time we were in the closet together? We're in the closet again together. Did we have the boom or did I put the thing in between us?
1: I don't know, but it's weird, because it's, it's like blocking out your face, yeah. and I'm just jumping side to side. Dane, where else can you find... Fuck buddies. If you have a hankering, you already, you've just listened to us for 18 seconds and you want more. Where else? It's,
0: yeah. Patreon. Damn. If you want an extra episode every month, we do a weekly episode. As you know this, we've never missed an episode in the five years. Crazy. That's coming up too. I think our five-year anniversary. Probably now-ish. Around here. Maybe this is our five-year anniversary episode. <laughs> damn, we should have popped a bottle. I don't know.
1: Hey, let's just do it next week.
0: If you're like, damn, I wish there was one extra episode. I could really get through this tough times mm-hmm. if I just had one more extra episode. Well, you could for a small donation, a small contribution to the coffers to keep this show going, keep food in our bellies, keep the episodes getting edited. Mm-hmm. And you get an extra episode every month on Patreon. So patreon.com yeah. slash F buddies or just head on over to F buddies com and click the Patreon link.
1: Yeah. Also, there is still time when this episode comes out. We will be. Four days away from our show, on the 26th, Black Sheep, Yep. $10 tickets, mm-hmm. two hours of fun and chaos, maybe more, depending on when you arrive and when you leave, custom cocktails, custom food deals, me and Dane up on stage talking about dicks. Playing just nothing but Pitbull. Nothing but Pitbull before the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We already have a bunch. We had a, a surge of interest the other day, so a lot have been snapped up. But Scooped. You might get lucky. Go, go buy one. It's a lot of fun. And we love you. But you know what? It's probably time for the actual podcast. Yeah. You've been good. You've listened. You deserve this. Are you ready? This is by the brilliant idiot. And no, I didn't submit it. <laughs> <laughs> After sex etiquette. To sleep over or not to sleep over? Hey, Reddit. This is a continuation of multiple blah, blah, blah. Context. I started seeing a girl about a week ago. She is cool. We have a lot in common. We are both into each other sexually. Went to a casual coffee first date. Into a walk in the park, great conversation, into a makeout in the car before I dropped her off. Successful first date. Following weekend, I invited her to my place. It was a rainy weekend, so we did takeout in the movie. Came over around 7, drank some wine, smoked some weed, ate good food, cuddled up to watch the movie. 40 minutes in, I made a move, we had great sex. Cuddled naked for the remainder of the movie. All standard stuff, another great date. Now here comes the question. As soon as the movie ends, around midnight, she gets up to get dressed. I mentioned she can sleep over if she wants to, but it's up to her if she needs to leave. She said she needs to get home, which is perfectly reasonable. I'm sure she had a reason, so I didn't question further, but am I wrong for at least wanting her to give me a good reason for having to leave, or is a reason not necessary? It wasn't until after she left, I realized I've never had a girl not sleep over after sex. This was my first time. For context, I'm 29 and been in many relationships. To my surprise, I felt kind of sad and used. I guess it was my first booty call, even though she did nothing wrong and it was overall a great date. So Reddit, am I wrong for expecting a sleepover? Is she wrong for not communicating? Is no one wrong? Is this normal practice and I never experienced it? Or is it strange to leave after sex? Is it needy to feel this way after literally two dates and sex once? Am I a big old softy? Internet, please share your thoughts on this divisive topic.
0: I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to personal preference. I don't think you're owed an explanation. No. I think a little reason is nice. But at the end of the day, if like, maybe it's something, maybe she's like, Like, for me, I have a hard time sleeping. I have a a very, very difficult time falling asleep. Even when I'm in my own bed with my cat purring beside me, with all my comforts and all the things, you know, I've got a podcast playing. I don't have to worry about anyone else. And I still have a difficult time sleeping. Mm -hmm. But add in another person making the bed hot, taking up space. I'm not going to listen to my podcast because I don't want to keep them up. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like, I, I add all these other contributing factors and then add on the anxiety of being like, I don't sleep well, and now there's another person in the bed. Yeah, and I'm and just going to be uncomfortable. She's
1: at your place too, so unfamiliar bed, unfamiliar yeah. toilet, unfamiliar whatever. You don't have your clothes, you don't have your toothbrush, you don't have, you know, the ability to shower like easily without like stress because it's like, not your place, right? Maybe
0: you guys had really delicious Indian food, and she just has to go do an absolute fucking dumper, just a huge dumper. And she doesn't want to do that at a dude she's slept with for the first yeah. time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you would probably be like, I can't, this question would be, I can't believe my, I had a really great day and I'm really into her, but she did absolute toilet crimes mm-hmm. after. And I was like, like, do you want her to be like, Hey, I actually need to rip the, the just biggest jumper. Is that what you want to hear? Or would you rather just hear
1: sorry, I gotta go, I, home. I gotta go home. I gotta get home. Maybe she got to feed a cat, walk a dog. Who mm. cares? It doesn't matter. Also like. It's kind of shitty to me that you're like, she needs to give me a good reason. Mm -hmm. Like one, she doesn't need to give you any fucking reason because it doesn't matter. If she wants to go home, you can't be like, "Mm, actually, that's not valid. You do have to stay. And then hang cover to the fucking. Yeah, that's (laughs) balls. And it's like, also, she could be like, oh, I have to be up early for work, which is a standard one that I would say. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time it's lies because I just don't want to stay over, which most of the time has absolutely no bearing on the person. Yeah. It's just what Dane said. I want to be comfortable. I want to be at home. I don't want to wake up and just leave anyway, but be a little stinkier and more tired and blah. Right? Like, fuck that. I just want to be home. I had a great night. I get to go home and be happy and that stays a good night. I don't have to stay and like lie there and not sleep and count down the hours until it's morning and then leave anyway but then my whole day's ruined.
0: Yeah. The other thing of you being like Am I being too needy? No, it's your, I mean, you're being a little unreasonable, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say you're being needy. If you prefer when someone stays over, Mm -hmm. that's That's fine. That's okay. That's your personal preference. You like when people stay over. Yeah. Great. Some people don't like it. Some people like it in certain situations. Like Mm -hmm. there have been times where, like I said, typically I don't want to stay over and I don't want people to stay over, but sometimes you fuck like crazy. And then you roll over, and in mid-cuddle, you pass out, mm-hmm. and then you wake up, and it's 7
1: a.m., and you're like, oops, I spent the night. Yeah, and that was great. Fine. Yeah. Or that's you're okay. just vibing, and you're like, just stay, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. I Again, just because I don't generally like it doesn't mean I don't like it. I've done it a million times, mm-hmm. you know, on both sides of it. Maybe let's go through the questions. Sure. And we'll answer them rapidly. Yeah. Am I wrong for expecting sleepover? I think yes, because you use the word expect. Yeah. I think that's it. If the question
0: was, am I wrong for wanting a sleepover? No, no, absolutely not. But you expecting something from a partner that hasn't been communicated. Like if you guys had made the plan of being like, hey, come over, you can spend the night. And it was like sort of a a thing that you were doing and you expected it because Mm -hmm. you had talked about it. Yeah. Different situation. And
1: then I would also be more on the side of, oh, it's weird that they didn't give a reason because if it was the plan and all of a sudden she's changing the plan. You know, again, not that she needs a valid reason, but you know, it'll be nice in that situation. But in this situation, yeah, don't expect it when there's no reason to expect it, right? Yeah, You can want it all you want once you're chill. And I'm not sure you're being chill. Is she wrong for not communicating? No. No, she did communicate. Yeah, she wanted to go home. Yeah. And like, don't hold it against her. Don't be weird about it. Is it normal practice? I've just never experienced it. Or is it strange to leave after sex? It's totally normal. Normal.
0: Yeah. Again, it's I think there is probably a little bit more societal pressure of staying over for sure. Yeah. But I think nowadays, I think a lot more people are a little more open with the fluidity of like sexual relationships Mm -hmm. of being like, oh, just because we had sex doesn't mean I now have to like cuddle you and that we then have to go and have breakfast the next morning. Like that doesn't have to be the staple of a sexual relationship. Mm -hmm. It can be. We had a great night. We had great food. We had great sex. And now I'm going to call it a night. Like, I think a lot more people are getting a little bit more personal with their definition of what they want mm-hmm. from these kind uh, of relationships. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's great. Is it needy to feel this way after literally two dates and sex once? Again, I don't think it's needy, but I do
1: think it's unreasonable. Yes. I think you wanting it, no problem with that. That's fine. I think it's that's, great. That's, that's I love what it. you like. But you being weird about it or like holding it against them, not great.
0: Yeah. It's all perspective and like the way you view people's autonomy, mm-hmm. I think, right? I think you're putting a lot of weight on this. The fact that you guys have had sex. Now you feel like there's a bit more of a burden of Mm, responsibility. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I don't necessarily think that is a good way to approach a new relationship or any relationship of being like, here are the things that I want. And I expect those to be met every time. And now that we've added sex into the matter, then now all those things need to be met. And like, you didn't, you didn't like go to bat for what you wanted. Right. Like you said, like, oh, you can crash here if you want. Which like you're obviously going
1: to say. Yeah. That doesn't mean, hey, I want you to stay over. Yeah. Right. So it's like I would. Not that I think that's the way forward either. No. But what I'm saying is
0: now that you've done this and you've taken a a, a progressive step forward in your relationship, you can now be like, hey, I actually like I love when people spend the night. I would love to spend the night Mm -hmm. with you.
1: If you are comfortable. Because also, for all we know, she did it to spare you, right? Yeah. Maybe she wanted to stay, but was like, oh, I don't know if he wants to. You, you never know. But like, that's the thing. It's annoying to get annoyed over something you never even like communicated either. And the
0: easiest way to get the things that you want is by letting your partner know that you want them. Right. So mm-hmm. like, if again, as now said, it's like a lot of people might, especially women, I feel like, probably think like, oh, he's saying it to be polite. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to bounce. So you communicating that this is something that you like, you like having a sleepover after hooking up, you like having mm. a sleepover when someone has spent, you know, like you want them to spend the night.
1: Great. Now they know that Yeah, that guesswork is out. And That's- I think say that maybe in between dates Yes. or before a date Yeah. to, you know, front load expectations. So that one, if they want to, they can prepare and be like, cool, I'm going to bring pajamas. I'll I'm going to bring a toothbrush or they can be like, Oh no. And don't be pushy because again, it is so, okay for someone not to want to stay over for Especially a million yeah. a million reasons am i just a big old softy maybe that's fine you know like i don't i wonder what you mean i think like do you mean like oh am i just like i think you mean it negatively
0: yeah i don't know i feel like if you meant it negatively i think it would have been like am i a pussy you know what i mean yeah, like but I, th- I think the term softy still has a, a level of endearment mm-hmm. i think to it so i think he's just this is him like testing the social norms, like the gender role yeah. pool being like, am I, am I less of a man? Because I like having no. women stay over like sexual partner. Yeah. No, not at all. It,
1: it's fine. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it. if you were chill with their decision and it was just like, oh, I would like this, but Hey, maybe some other time there'd be no issues here. No, the issues are you kind of taking personal affront at this. Yeah. And like, Maybe it wasn't a good enough. Rock, fuck that. Yeah. She can be like, I just don't want to. Great, that's the reason. Yeah. Now the only other thing I would pull up, which isn't a question at the end, the feeling used part. Well, he also said that this was a booty call, and it, I would say it's distinctly not a booty call for sure. Yeah. You
0: had a whole date. Yeah. You had dinner together. I you moved, watched a movie together. You, you cuddled. You had sex. That like that's a date night. You had a date night. That's yeah. not a booty call. It's not like she called you up at
1: two a.m. She was like, over fucked and ran away. Yeah. Which, in that case, I don't even feel like if you've agreed to that, I don't think you can feel used. You know what I mean? Like, if someone calls you at 2 a.m. It's like, I'm going to come over. Let's fuck. And then they fucking leave. It's like, what did you expect? Roses and dinner at 2 a.m.? It's like, don't lie to yourself about a situation and then feel used after, right? But that's a different situation. This is this. I want to know why you would feel used. Because you wanted to have sex, presumably. Yeah, he made the move. So you got what you wanted how is that being used
0: yeah honestly like what ended up happening here in my opinion and this happens i feel like a lot of the time when people want to use the you know throw around the i was used mm-hmm. i feel used i feel taken advantage of and not a you know assault way i feel like a lot of people use that language when they, they didn't get 100% of what they wanted or what they expected yes yes and it's like no you didn't get used. You shouldn't feel used just because you didn't receive everything mm-hmm. that you wanted out of
1: the night. That's mm-hmm. not, especially when what you want out of the night is just a thing you made up in your head. Yeah, like you've just decided. Oh, I wanted to stay over. I wanted to do this. Blah, blah blah. Again, it's not like you decided all those things. Yeah. Right? If you were like, Oh, I want to do a movie. I want to do this. I blah 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 blah. And then she showed over, fucked you, and ran away. Sure, if you guys had planned the night, you might be like, It's weird that she said yes. Came over and sex with me and then bailed on everything else we planned. Yeah. Or
0: she came over and, you know, drank a really nice bottle of wine, ordered a bunch of food on Uber Eats, made you pay for it, and then was like the second you went in for a move, she was like, Oh, my cat's sick, and then left. It's like Yeah, then then, sure. Sure. I I would understand it being like, "Mm, I feel a little taken advantage of here. That's not to say that buying wine and food you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Means that you have to have sex. I think there are people out there who do take advantage of people to to get meals and and stuff. And like,
1: I know this is a weird and wrong comparison to make, but it's like buying someone dinner and then being like, well, I should have sex. I expect it isn't in a way, obviously it's so much worse, but like being like, oh, I had sex. So now I expect you to stay over. Right. It's still X doesn't mean Y. Yeah. Right. And it shouldn't. And like being like, oh, you owe me now or like you have to like. That's a shit way to be. Yeah, so
0: we did this thing and now this has to happen exactly, because that's what I want.
1: Exactly. So just step away from that. And like, if you can't have sex without feeling used, maybe you're not ready to have sex.
0: Yeah. Or, ex- or like examine like what it means for you to feel comfortable in a sexual relationship. Yes. And if it is, they need to stay over afterwards or you feel weird or you feel used. Then I think you definitely need to sort of like work back as to why that is yes right i think you need to sort of like take a couple steps back like you know the answer that someone having sex with you and not staying mm-hmm. over makes you feel, feel like bad lesser or whatever so you need to you know the answer work back to where that problem like where the question was mm-hmm. asked of being like oh maybe you had an ex who cheated on you and every time they they didn't stay over it was a sign that they were going somewhere out yeah. you know, like
1: I don't know, but like, there's got to be an exciting incident there. Or like a lack of worth where you feel like your personality isn't good enough, but you got a great dick. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Like, but even then that's not your partner's problem. Nope. You know what I mean? I don't think you go, oh, I realize this. And then say, because I have this issue, you now need to you stay have to stay over. It's not their fault. No. It's not on them. It's on you to work around that. And, you know, if doing this is going to make you feel bad, then don't have sex. Don't yeah. do a thing you don't want to do.
0: Yeah, right. Especially if it's conditional, if your happiness is then conditional yes, on something exactly that is on someone isn't required to do. Yes,
1: and also they don't even know they're meant to do because it's all in your head.
0: So be chill, please. Yeah, I mean, here's something sort of like in the same line of things. This hmm. is one eight hundred Bay Lover kid. Is it okay to ask him if he wants to hook up again? How long should I wait until we hook up again? So me and this guy, we were in college together and living in the dorms. And one night I was going through a hard time. He said, "I can come over and talk about it." we talked about it among other personal stuff and it led to sex the time he brought it up or that time he brought it up and the second time we hooked up i brought it up but we hooked up for the second time on monday and i really want to have sex with him again and again how long should i wait before asking him if he wants to hook up again
1: when you want to just ask yeah it's not like oh we hooked up hold on the second hookup wait that adds two hours but the original hookup is seven hours so has to be nine. You're forgetting that it did happen on a Monday oh, the second time. Monday, you multiply it by, is it 3.2?
0: It's So the way I remember it is it's pretty much pi, so it's
1: 3.14. Yes. Okay. Well, I like to round up to 3.2. I know that's not acceptance <laughs> that's, on circles. Mm. And that's why I never have had sex. <laughs> Just fucking message it. Again, it's like there's no hidden secret. There's no code. There's no like, you know, especially with this, like you've hooked up not once, but twice. No one's like, oh, she wants to have sex with me again? Fuck! I hate having sex. With a person that I've had sex with twice. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, just be like, hey, that was great. Let's fuck. Like, I yeah, I
0: mean, you guys are in college and you guys are hooking up. And I don't know, like, what it was like the second time. Because, like, the first time it seems like you guys were actually hanging out mm-hmm. and then, you know, one thing led to another and boom, now you're fucking. But, like, was the second time similar situation? Like,
1: were you guys hanging out and then it just kind of happened again? Mm. Or... Did you Buddhist just call. message? Yeah. Did you say, Hey, I want to fuck? Because it's like, I worry that she's like, Oh, but I did it the second time. So he has to do it the third time. Yes. Or like, Oh, I can't. No one cares. No one cares. And if <laughs> they do, they're not worth fucking. If they're like, uh-huh. Oh, the kind of girl that's going to ask me to have sex with her twice in one week, like, then that's some person that needs to grow up a lot and you don't have the time to waste.
0: Now, I do say, I do want to say there is a, a fine line of being like, Don't text this dude like every day. Sure. Right. Like, I think there's a level of tact that you need to, well, you know, I don't want to say every day, sort of pace yourself. Like you don't want to like, like, especially if you're someone with a high sex drive, be like, come fuck me, come fuck me, come fuck me, come fuck me. Like if that, like for me, even if I do want to fuck you every time you say it, I think it would burn me out a little bit of being like, you know, I need a little bit of like, I I want to live. Yeah. And I want to like, I want to watch you again right? Like I want to see someone. So I feel like once you start seeing someone, especially this fast and this close together, I feel like there is sort of a risk of running of being like, Oh, we've kind of like burnt this out like way too fucking fast.
1: The good thing is it's no different to having a friend or, you know what I mean? I think you could also be like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's hang out. Like that would be annoying. Or like, Oh, let's go on a date. Let's go on a date or like, come over. Like, so it's not like a special, oh, sex thing. It's just a general yeah. tact thing.
0: It's a understanding people's time and understanding that, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it's an attachment thing, right? I think a lot of people, I think it happens. It gets exacerbated once sex is involved because most people get fucking weird the second yes, sex sure. is part of the equation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, just my only issue is, or like my only warning outside of the advice of being like, ask him to hook up whenever you want to hook up. Mm-hmm. Is make sure you're not being overly aggressive or overly like doing it way too fucking much.
1: I also think it's worth maybe not right now, but pretty soon having a chat and being like, oh, so, you know, what's the etiquette here? Are we just fucking? And if so, is it going to be kind of a I'm in the neighborhood, I'll pop right over or I'll text you like and I'll see you tonight. Or like, let's plan a date. Yes. Yes. Or let's actually date. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is it going to be hanging out and fucking, just fucking, like spontaneous fucking, or are we actually going to try to make this work? Because like, you did have a deep personal chat that first time, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's always nice to know where you stand. And I think we've told, well, I know we've said this a million fucking times. Don't do it. What are you looking for? Say this is what I'm looking for. Yeah, and then hopefully they'll be honest back, right? Like if you want something super casual, be like, hey, I really like hooking up with you. I just want something super casual. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Or if you want something more, say that don't be like, what do you want?
0: Yeah. And hope that, yeah, it's always way better to be like, Hey, I've really enjoyed the time that we've spent together. Yeah. And I would love to see you more. That's like, you don't even have to say like, I want to date you. i want yeah. you know, it's still new. Mm-hmm. So just being like, Hey, I want to see you more. Let's grab drinks one night. Let's go actually out for a date. Yeah. Put that on the table and see where it is. You know, hopefully if he reciprocates the honesty, And what he's looking for, he might just be like, "Ah, I'm actually kind of looking
1: for just like Mm -hmm. quick hookups. And then great. Be honest with yourself. Is that okay with you? Is it not? If it is great, if it's not, don't be like, yeah, it's fine. And then ruin your life. Yeah. Okay. This is from dramatic buddy. Three, two, two, nine. A guy I met today showed up suddenly near my apartment. I met this guy today at a subway station and we were hitting it off and we exchanged contacts. I got home a few hours ago and we were texting and chit chatting. Things are going well. and We're planning on going on dates sometime soon. After a while, he asked me which subway station I live nearby, and if I live far from it, and I told him the station and the street I lived on, which in hindsight, I don't think was a good idea to tell him. Questions from him started to get weird, and he texted me then, saying he's nearby, and asked me if I want to come out and make out with him. I was really weirded out. I told him, why didn't he tell me so we could have planned this? And he responded, oh, I don't see why it's a big deal, blah, blah, blah. I told him it's kind of weird to show up unannounced near a girl's apartment you've just met today, and to my surprise, he literally said, that's such an Asian woman mindset. And I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Then he kept blabbing about how it was weird of me to make a big deal out of it. He still asked if I'm coming out after all that, and I was genuinely a little concerned for a second, and I stopped replying. It might be the fact that I'm a little tired right now, but I literally started to ask myself, am I making it a big deal, or is he gaslighting me? I thought things were going so well, but then he pulled this out of nowhere, and I don't know if I should still talk to him. Any advice?
0: Yeah. I know I say this a lot, but it's like, I'm always worried that, like, eventually, we'll talk about everything. Eventually, you know, there will be no more questions. But then, at least once a week, we get someone being like, hey, a dude who followed me more or less home from the subway, then was super racist to me, <laughs> and then told me I should just come outside
1: of my and home make and out make out with him. him. Should I keep talking to him? This guy scared me so much, I stopped replying to him. Is it because I'm sleepy? <laughs> Is it because I'm a little sleepy girl? Like, this uh, racist stalker. Sleep- sleepy Asian girl. Very oh, that's important. Oh, Very, Yeah. It's like, you're not just a little sleepy. You're being stalked and abused. <laughs> like, already. It's day one. Yeah. Like, literally, should I make out with this racist stalker? That's your question. You've
0: gone on the internet and you have asked, should I... Make out. Should I keep talking? Should I go on a date with a racist stalker? That's your question.
1: Who's gaslighting me immediately? Yeah. Like, no, this dude is a like, is there a step beyond red flag? He's just a flagpole with like (laughs) nails through them and he's outside your window and he's waving it at you. Yeah. And he's yelling slurs. It's like,
0: like that scene from "Say Anything," the end with John Cusack raises up the the boombox outside your window. Except this, wait, is it's just, a bunch of knives. <laughs> it's knives with red flags attached to them, yeah. and he's
1: waving them at you. No. Also, let's rewind a bit. Don't give your address out to strangers. Even don't even like. I always, whenever I'm on like
0: a dating app, and I want to sort of like plan a location for the date. I always say, like, what area of the city are you in? Because I never want to be like, where do you live? Yeah. Like, even though it's probably pretty obvious that I'm not asking for your exact address, mm-hmm. it's still a, a question I don't want to be asked. And it's a question I don't want to ask people. Mm-hmm. So I always say, like, what neighborhood are you in? Like, what area of the city are yeah. you in? So if you want to say, like, even if you keep it as generic, as like, East I'm West side. End, East yeah. End, whatever. Then I can be like, okay, cool. I will. If you're East and I'm West, then we'll I'll find something central. Mm-hmm. And if you're both West, I'll find a cool place in West. I was working the other day and there was three dudes who were aggressively arguing which recess character they and their friends were. And I was like I don't think I've ever watched it. This is great. I watched a little bit of it. It was on either before or after a show I actually watched and Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was. I think it was Gargoyles.
1: Hell yeah. Now that I watched.
0: Right? But I might be wrong.
1: Yeah. Just I don't know. don't don't. This guy sucks shit. He's so bad. He might be a criminal, actually. He sounds like he's acting like a criminal. He's cosplaying as one currently.
0: Yeah, there's nothing good about this. Just block the number and, I mean, like, the problem is, is like does know where you... Roughly. Yeah. So, you, like, he's going to be walking up and down your street, hoping to bump into you. Oh, for sure. And that sucks.
1: You need a costume.
0: No, like, if it does happen, you do need to be like, hey, I... Sorry, I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I do see you around again, I... We'll have to call a cop. So yeah. like, please like, oops, we made mistakes, not interested. Thank you. Move on. Yeah. And that needs to be very
1: clear and be safe. Be really, yeah. really safe. First time you see him, you need to be, Hey, you can't be doing this. This is super creepy. Second time you pull out your phone, start recording because that's danger times. Yeah. Even first time might be, I don't know. Just this guy sucks. Do not, please, please do not see this person. Yeah. Do yourself favors. Put yourself in good positions. Don't do this dangerous, awful thing that you know is bad. We all know it's bad. Why are you even asking? That's the thing. Like, Please. I'm not trying to like shame you or anything. I'm just trying to help you. And this is worrying me. Don't do this. It's very important.
0: Imagine anytime you wonder if you should still see someone or give someone a second chance, what you need to do is try to boil down the events that led you to questioning this. Into what you would like, how you would describe a movie, like a log line of a movie. Mm-hmm. Be like, woman meets man in subway station, he follows her home. Like, says racially insensitive remarks. Yeah, I don't even think you then, need to go that far. Yeah, that's enough. Right? Like, I think just like man and woman meet in subway, he follows her home mm-hmm. and
1: stands outside her house. Or, yeah, type that into Google and see what genre of movie comes up. Because <laughs> let me guess, it's gonna be horror. Yeah, and Wicker Park. Do you ever
0: watch Wicker Park? So, Wicker Park, I believe, was a Josh Hartnett movie. It's Josh Hartnett, and I think it's, me- it's like a Lillard. live action recess, right? <laughs> I wish. Wish. Oh, man. Josh Hartnett's such a DJ. I, I think, who's Josh I Hartnett? don't know. I That's a called shot. I think DJ is the main character.
1: You don't know who Josh Hartnett is? I probably do. The name rings a bell. I don't fucking know. Uh,
0: he was one of those, he was like one of the flash in the pants, like heartthrobs. Like everyone was like, oh, he's so hot. Anyway, if it's not Chad, Michael Murray, I don't know or care the whole like the trailer from Wicker Park makes the thing seem like a dark thriller, like psychological horror. And it's just like a romantic. Are you mixing up with town? No, I'm positive. Mr. Batflick. He was a
1: heartthrob. He's in that. Yes, I know. I know what the town is. Yeah. Are they the same thing? Wicker no. Park? The town is Wicker Park in the town. Wicker Park is the, in Chicago, it, which is a town. Does, the, do they wear masks and heist a bank, maybe? No. Probably. Why do you think I'm thinking of the town? I just feel like you are. I'm not. <laughs> Did they come out the same year? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Seems convenient. Okay. Oh, is it my question? I can hit you one more if No, not. I got it.
0: This one's great. Okay. Now you go. No, you go. No, it's so good.
1: All right. You're, not gonna, you're just going to start talking about the town again anyway. No matter It's what actually about the town, which is why I know. Now, this is a question for you, firstly. Actually, yeah. I'm just going to... I'm going to replace "do men" and I'm just going to say, I'll replace that with Dane. Okay. And you're going to tell me how true this is. Sure. This is by Throwaway Okie Dokie. Does Dane actually care about dark or light feminine energy of women? Met a strange woman who told me that 90% of Dane likes women with dark feminine energy, mysterious, intimidating, reserved, sexy, etc. Instead of light feminine energy, innocent, approachable, bubbly, optimistic, smiley, and such. She told me I have light feminine energy and described me as rainbow and sunshine to other people and that the 10% left over of quality Dane who likes women with light feminine energy are actually top tier Dane, but they're incredibly hard to find. This woman is near her mid thirties, quite successful and networks like crazy. She claims she can read people easily because she has a degree in psychology. I thought it was incredibly dumb to label and categorize women into two different groups because people are much more complex than that. While I do come off happy when seeing someone There's a whole other side of me I hide from people in fear of becoming a burden to someone. I most times prefer to keep my dark past slash upbringing and anything about my family private. I don't converse with Dane very much, but was curious if this is a thing.
0: I do like the part of the question where you said I was top tier Dane. Only
1: 10% of you slash all the Danes.
0: Yeah. I mean, you are correct. It's bad to categorize anyone into very narrow... Yeah, just the binary of two types of women. Yeah. That's it. And, like, the idea of, like, light and dark. What? Like, it's...
1: (sighs) Hey, keep going. I'll drop it on the end of the map, but keep going.
0: Because, like, when you were, like, oh, dark feminine energy, where it's, like, I love me a spooky lady. Dane does love. But if you look at sort of, like, my recent dating trajectory... I would also put the bubbly optimistic like that is very much mm-hmm. a thing that I look
1: for in people. And you could also be spooky and that. Like uh, that's what as it's I would say. as funny that there's
0: not just two types of people. Yes. So it's very, very annoying that you're like, oh, she can read like you can read people. And like I could go and be like I could come up with classifications mm-hmm. for people and be roughly correct. That's what
1: horoscopes are. Yeah, it's like she's been pretty vague. Yeah, and that's kind of the point. Also, why are you saying a strange woman? I met a strange woman, and she told me this thing, and it rocked my worldview. It's like maybe don't just listen to strange weirdos.
0: And you're like, like how
1: do you unless it's us?
0: How do you know she's successful because she told you? Yeah. How do you know she has a degree in psychology because she told you? Yeah. Let me tell you, I have people tell me I'm a bartender. I have people tell me crazy shit all the time. I had a dude once tell me he wrote the riff to Eric Clapton's Layla, and then told me that he has so much money. That tipping doesn't make any sense. So he gave me a burned CD of him playing music at what sounds like a high school auditorium to Hell a crowd yeah. of
1: like seven people. Hell yeah, that's got to be priceless. He wrote Layla. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. Yeah, and Dane sold that, got a degree in psychology with the money, and now he I has have a podcast, successful <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I just I don't understand, like no, stop. This makes no sense. This is dumb. This is like seduction but for women. Look, and by that I mean the shitty subreddit seduction, not... Yeah. If you want to, you know,
0: operate your life by putting your energy in two categories and be like, oh, today's a light energy. Today's a dark energy. That's fine. Do it. Whatever. Sounds like an awful way to live, but sure. Yeah. But like it, it's you. But don't accept someone who's just said crazy shit to you and then accept that as true, a real world view, mm-hmm. and then try to go forward and continue to classify human beings that have you yourself are like, oh, I do an yeah. outward presenting it's, of, of yeah. light and bubbly. But I actually like have all this like I have a dark past and mm-hmm. a, a rough family
1: life and it I is, don't want to be a burden on people. It's like it is wild that she's like a strange woman told me this thing and like you yourself writing this post prove it is incorrect and you're like is it true though yeah look like, are you the only one you're the chosen one that's both light and dark like the avatar <laughs> the last airbender not the blue boys Ugh. light dark everything was fine until the dark nation attacked you I can't know. say that I can't, yeah I felt bad I'm just gonna take back all the avatar <laughs> stuff it doesn't really work but yeah this is stupid you know it's stupid stop it don't listen to strange women
0: yeah I can just like imagine it's just woman who's like fucking 12 espresso martinis deep on like a Tuesday night. Just saying absolute.
1: Definitely wearing like cheetah print something.
0: Oh, animal print for sure. Big glasses. I'm seeing like a white streak in the hair. You know what I mean? Like that sort of like rogue from X-Men streak in the hair. For sure. For sure. For sure. For
1: sure. If you look and act like this, we're sorry. But maybe stop telling people about the light-dark binary.
0: (laughs) This is, ooh, actually, no, I think we got to get out of here. Let's do a quick one. Well, we did spend a lot of time when you were looking for your questions. It was like one minute. 12 minutes. This is Sammy with a bunch of M's times three. Do you keep nudes after the end of a relationship slash situationship, etc.? Is it normal to keep nudes or videos or sexual acts after you stop communicating with the person? Do you delete them if someone asks? Or do you wait for the other person to say they don't want or that they want you to delete them?
1: I've never had anybody say they want me to delete their nudes, but I also definitely haven't when I broke up with someone run to my computer and like deleted them so no and no, I mean, for me, it's like I don't really save nudes, yeah,
0: right, like so I don't it's not like I have like I said, so it's like the way I would do that would be like remove all like archive all my like delete my text chain with you mm-hmm. uh you know delete my instagram history yeah. with you You know what i mean like that would be my way of like deleting nudes mm-hmm. so it's like no yeah but i at the same time it's like if there is one like saved on my phone for whatever reason i'm not gonna go through fucking months yeah. or years of fucking photos and like archived images and shit and be like there's that one butt picture exactly it's out.
1: especially like it's not like oh we broke up whether it was you or them. It's like I hate their butt now. I gotta find like if someone asked me to hate them for sure. Yeah, I would yeah. make that effort. But like, if not, like I don't know. Like- and
0: so here's here's where it comes down to for me is you need to have the foresight of being like, this person, no matter regardless of how this relationship ends, mm-hmm. is going to have access to these pictures. There's yeah. nothing you can do, like short of breaking in Mission Impossible style mm-hmm. and like wiping all yeah. of their hard drives and phones and everything. Yep. They're going to have access to these pictures. Yes. So you need to either take the precaution of making sure your face isn't in the pictures mm-hmm. so that you can have possible deniability.
1: Yeah. And your like tattoos that will clearly point out which person yeah. you are.
0: So it's like you need to make the choice mm-hmm. of being like they are. are they're always going to have access yeah. to it. And I have no way of making sure that they do or don't get rid of them ever. So you need to either
1: be okay with that. Yeah. And take those precautions. Or if you don't trust someone, don't send them. Don't send them. And that's kind of where it's at. And yes. That sucks, I guess. But, like, it also sucks that you have to lock your door when you go out. But I, like, you gotta, I, you know, I, I don't think that
0: necessarily sucks because it's.
1: Well, no, it does suck in that, like, in a perfect world, you wouldn't have to worry about someone being shitty. That's what I mean, yes. right? It sucks that we live in a world where, like, yeah, and like, it makes sense or whatever. You know what I mean? I get it. I'm just saying it sucks that, like, we do have to take precautions.
0: Yeah, right. So it's like, you know, be smart about what you send to people, be mm-hmm. smart about. Who you're sending it to, and just don't put your face in your nudes. Yeah, unless you really trust the person, And mm-hmm. that's fine. Because I'm not gonna try to find all the nudes that you've sent me. And yeah, that's a, a lot. Of work. <laughs> and it's like I don't
1: know. I'm also not gonna be shitty about it, so I don't even need to. Yeah. Um, you um, ready for some tindies? And yeah. By that I mean you got some for me because guess what, Dane? I have one, and I think I'm saving it for the live show. Okay, that's cool. Thank you to everyone who's here so far. It's time for Tinders, and then I'll do the actual thanks at the end.
0: I do have one, I think. Don't I? I don't. I thought I saved one. So we're going to hop on to online dating platforms at the end of the episode. We like to uh, peruse online dating things like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Look through the profile, see what works, see what doesn't work, and effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. This person doesn't have a profile. So right now, Oh, yeah, I guess we can look at it together. Here's, here's Paige. She's 26. Looking for a fun, let's see where this goes kind of connection. No, don't look at me like that. I work in broadcast television as well as events. I don't drink, but I don't care if you do. It's wild. What a simple Diet Coke will do for me. Stop it. It's not even <laughs> like it's gross. And I was making weird tongue. Ugh. I love it all made things- you focus better. I love all things nature and have a desire for travel in the near future. Bonus points for a sense of humor and sense of adventure. And then, she, oh, she has like little, there's little prompts now on Tinder. Who knew? Uh, the hottest thing you can do is suggest we leave the party early to go home and cuddle on the couch, and I'll ask you for back rubs. Uh, my go-to karaoke song is Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. Me, I'm a grown-up. Also me. Let's play hooking going go on an adventure.
1: You know what? I like it. I like it, too. I think it's a solid eight. It is good. It could be, it could have a little bit more specificity at the start. I don't know. I couldn't really hear a lot of it because I was busy making weird faces at Dane, and he also misread it five times, so it kind of became... You don't... Hey, it could have been edited out. Who knows? Maybe well, I, Now they know. Maybe I got it in one. Now they know. But overall, eight. I especially like the karaoke song. Boom, instant personality there. And the playing Hookie adventure, they just seem sweet. So, eight. Man, I...
0: So there's an ad here on Instagram for some sort of Instagram th- or Tinder S- or sorry, Tinder for a sex service of some sort. And I really want to read the URL, but I don't want to give free advertisement or lead anyone to a website that's I bad. See it? <laughs> it's but I won't say it just oh. if you want to know, reach out to me on a social media platform and I'll and I'll tell you what does it mean? I don't know. This is Sammy. Looking for a serious relationship, ready to settle down, looking for connections that share similar interests, and looking for
1: a fun time exploring the city together. Is that it? That's it. Oh, I want you to share similar interests. Oh, what ones are they? Yeah. What, wait, what ones are they? Wait, that's it? You're done? It's a four?
0: Oh, hold on. Here are their interests. Oh. Down down at the bottom. Okay. I guess you can choose five interests. a Sushi, travel, hot springs, walking, home workout. Okay. She loves walking.
1: She loves walking.
0: Yeah. Hey, are you interested in walking? I do uh, more of it than most people. Cool. Well, perhaps you and Sammy are a match made in heaven. Maybe. Sammy, you gotta do better.
1: It's a four. It's It's very, very powerfully generic.
0: Yeah. This is oh boy, Kad, Kadija. I think it's Khadija. About me, I'm an artist and producer here in Toronto. I sing, rap, songwrite, beat make, etc. Looking to meet someone chill. To vibe with, I do have a disability that affects my legs, so mobility is a little challenging. 420 friendly. I'm a little shy, so don't hesitate to message first.
1: I like it. At least, like, I appreciate that they get things up front that needs to be said up front. Yeah. And they sound cool because they're a musician and an artist. Uh, so it's going to be seven. I still probably do it a little bit more. But seven.
0: Yeah, I feel like you've given enough crumbs to... I can start I can like start building a rapport with you, you know, yes. I, like I can talk about the music you're making, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So that's that's something I love when people mention that they do art. Yeah, because like it gives you the opportunity to be like, I do art, too. What yeah, art
1: great. do you do? And let's talk about art. Being able to talk to creative people about creativity is great. I love it. And also some who gets it. <laughs> Here is
0: another one. This is Carly smokers and vegans and if you're allergic to dogs you can swipe left hope you like country music and cottage weekends and really just need it oh weird that they say and here really just need a guy willing to go to any and all concerts it's all about finding someone you want to get a dog with
1: i hate the first line it's weird to be like vegans and people who are allergic to dogs it's like i understand the smoker thing so you know
0: I also kind of like, if you have dogs, I also
1: understand that like, if you're allergic to dogs, we're probably not going to work out. But I feel like at the end, like with the line with the dog, like that's a pretty good way of mentioning you really want dogs that will still probably have the same intended effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like it does. It is wild that she has
0: one, two, three, four, five, six picture or six dogs in her and all the dogs are different. Damn. So I don't
1: know if, are those all your dogs? That's a lot of dogs. Do you even have it? Are you just stealing people? Yeah, because she seems to want a dog. Or is it like every time she gets with someone, she gets a dog with that person, and then when she breaks up, well.
0: Yeah, almost all of her pictures are dogs. Weird. Or her cuddling dogs.
1: But I do find it weirdly negative, and I think if you just say you want to get a dog or something, it'll come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also you have six dog pictures. If someone's allergic to dogs and they see that and don't get the fact that they're going to die, yeah. then, you know, so ah, it's going to be a five. I'm going
0: to say it's a four. I don't, Fair. I don't love it. Fair. Uh, this is Tay about me. POV. You're the future king of the pirates. And then in brackets, I'm the one piece. <laughs> That's it. Love it. 10 out of 10. Me, I'm a grown up, also me, plays dress up and watches cartoons. I can beat you in a game of Mortal Kombat 3. I want someone who will watch One Piece with me.
1: This person's great. I meant I was joking with the 10 out of 10, but honestly, I'll give it like a nine. It is. There's personality. They seem funny. They seem fun. They're unashamed of like the nerdy things they're into, which I particularly love. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And they're funny.
0: So great. This is the last one. This is Angie. Exploration and growth are my vibes. I'm a sweetheart with some sass who values communication and authenticity. I've never met a long drive that I didn't like. I'm into learning new things, spending times outdoors, especially by a lake or bonfire, live music, photography, the drive-in, and big hugs. <laughs> this is one of the prompts is the hottest thing you can do is be emotionally intelligent and not or discriminatory in any way. Yeah?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I originally read that as emotionally intelligent, not and- in a... Oh,
1: not in a discriminatory <laughs> way? <laughs> it's
0: like, what does that mean? Is that it? That's it?
1: Um, it's so bland and vague. It's not bad, but it's not good. If you were specific about the things you're talking about a little bit more, I would give you more, but I think it's like a six.
0: Yeah, I think six is where it needs to go. Once like, again, you're doing the thing of being like, I look for authenticity. Yeah, uh, no, no, shit. One's, no one's looking for someone inauthentic. That's yeah. not what we're doing out here. Right? It, so just stop with that. Yeah. Cool. That's going to do it for the episode friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. As now mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we do have a, a live show coming up. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, it's October 26th, Thursday at the Black Sheep Cocktail Bar in Liberty Village in Toronto. Tickets are $10. You can get them on our website. Just go to fbladespodcast.com, click the live show, it'll bring you right there. It's a great night. It's a lot of fun. You can bring a group. It's more friend or more fun with friends. It's a really really good vibe and we would love to see you there.
1: And people are getting more rowdy every time. And people we are getting, fucking
0: love it. It's, it's, we had one where it was like, it was bad rowdy. It was like drunk, bad view rowdy. But now it's rowdy in the best way. Mm-hmm. Good, and even then it was just a little bit. It was a little bit. We had one, one heckler that wasn't even. Did they even come a, through in the recording? I haven't listened to it. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. But it. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a like, lot of fun.
1: It's so gratifying. To look out at a room full of, like, the coolest fucking people and be like, damn. Yeah. Like, it's like when, you know, you can judge yourself by, like, the measure of your friends. If we could judge ourselves by the measure of our fucking audiences, we're doing fucking all right because you guys rock. So if you want to be another person I look at and tear up a little bit and think, wow, then come. And if you want to watch me play Pitbull
0: on Spotify for. Then come early. Yeah, come early. (laughs) Thank you very much. And thank uh, you,
1: Josh Eagle. Novices, for the song. baby Yeah. Are you ready For some bad sex already? This one's pretty great. And by that, I mean really bad. Okay. This is, I believe, a post made on Reddit. Jesus Christ. Just prepare yourself. I already linked this in another comment. We've succeeding in modifying rat neurons in vivo. Within the next year or two, we'll be able to modify human brains to increase pair bonding ability and make it so that women don't care about things like money or height anymore. This will be a good thing for everyone, in bold. Why would you ever even try to disagree with that? Why would women being genuinely, equally attracted to men, regardless of things like money or height or status or whatever, somehow be a bad thing for women or men? How would widening your sexual preferences be a bad thing for you? I'd say the same thing with men, but men aren't the ones with restricted preferences. There's nothing to lose. Seriously, think about this. If you're throwing a tantrum being told you shouldn't care about how tall a guy is or how much money he makes, yet you think you're the good guy here, how?
0: Yeah, men have never been known to have any sort of physical preferences when it comes to women.
1: Yes, and like going into a woman's brain and tampering with it so that she finds you attractive and you can fuck her. Uh, That's a normal, normal good thing that good guys do. It's fixing, not tampering. Sorry, you're completely correct. Correcting the mess that is women's brains to make them find your incel ass so hot. That's just... Really, just correcting gods, and it's good for everyone. It's good for absolutely everyone, especially the women whose brains have been fixed, not tampered with. Exactly, Jesus, this makes me ill to read. Actually,
0: I just love that people are like, "Oh yeah, men don't have any sort of bad views about no no, about you know physical characteristics about women," and they certainly don't go on you know social media to broadcast their absolute anger anytime a woman who might be slightly overweight. Or
1: a woman who is one body type has put on weight or lost weight, or maybe if a woman has slept with someone maybe once or twice or yeah. anything, we would never slut shame, never judge for that.
0: Yeah, no, it, like say if a famous pop star started dating a football player, I'm sure oh, that God, would be, no, no, I'm no. sure that would be fine. Anyway, my name is Dave Miller, and my name is Niles Payne. and we've been your fuck buddies.